You are now listening to the sounds of Dr. B's Spot, a production of Bowdoin Enterprise Services, LLC. Join the podcast where love and life topics are discussed surrounding spiritual connection, relationships, finance, and becoming a better you through elevation. And now, here's your host, spiritual advisor and behavioral health clinician, Dr. B. Welcome back to another episode of Dr. B's Spot, Love and Life. I'm your host, your spiritualist, your therapist, Dr. B. We are back in business and back in action. Thank you once again for tuning in and listening to my content. It's always much appreciated. Let's get right into this week's topic. It's called Dr. B's Part 2 which is 14 deep dive dating questions. I told you in our last session that we would continue um, expounding on relationships and dating, basically. And so the last session we had was something that was meek and mild, nothing hardcore questions for uh, your potential partner. This time, We're going to get just a little bit deeper with some of the questions that we have. Um, That's why it's called a deep dive. Um, So this is getting to some of those deeper cores of that person or individual. And so you would ask these particular types of questions to get more information and insight into who you're dating and the potential of something serious or as it becomes more and more serious. So let's go ahead and start with question number one. How are you feeling about everything? So this could be in regard to school. It could be in regard to work, family, their relationship, personal goals or achievements. You want to check in with your partner on these. This is like a mental health awareness check and you should be checking in with them to see how they're doing, not on just some superficial level, just to get a one answer response. You want something a bit deeper. So you want to um, present questions that goes a little bit deeper because they might have uh, personal things that are going on that they're not really saying. So for instance, sometimes with guys, they don't expose that side, you know, they have this thing to shield for being strong at all times, but there's things going on at work and behind the scenes um, they may be dealing with and cer- such things as a female. Sometimes females comes off where they do express more, but they're not being heard. So um, in any case, like this is a sincere question to get deeper insight into what that person possibly is going through so that you would show care and concern and they would be more um, susceptible to open up to you. Question number two, do you trust easily or does it take a while or is it hard to begin to trust? So you want to know if this person is closed off with trust because you'll know how hard you have to work in order to gain their trust or are they easily trusting some people are just automatically open and you know 
they get hurt easily, but they have a trust factor where they trust too easily. Um, or you, or do you have to, you know, walk them down a bit and, and, and prove yourself for that trust? So this will give you insight into that person's explanation once they tell you how they go about trust and what they believe in as far as trust and how to gain it from them. So this is a question um, I believe that's excellent for both parties to even answer. Number three, what would be your ideal woman or man? So let he or she explain that to you, the ideals. So that way you'll get an idea in their head. What what do they see their potential partner being or whom do they see that potential partner being? Um, that way, you know, do you actually fit? the profile of, of what they're describing or do you fit some of them you know some of those check marks or whatever it just is just a way for you to get more information and uh it's another type of question that can both parties can use back and forth to see is this person really somebody i want to continue being with let's go to question number four what does the word love mean to you and have you received it? And do you feel you're current, currently receiving it? If not, what ways can I help? Um, depending sometimes on a person's background, you have to understand or at least attempt to try to understand what type of love or non-love that person received as a child growing up because we're going to go all the way back to the beginning all the way to the adult stages of where they are at now and everybody received love in different ways some in good in good and indifferent so asking that question will tell you a lot of uh, information and they will be able to open up to you on what what does that word really look like? What's, what is that to them? You know, how uh, how would they express that? So and even can they even express that to you? You know, some people can't even express it, you know. So this is a question that dives a bit deeper into getting to some of those emotions on what that means. And then the other question, once you find out if they did receive love okay wonderful and then ask them are they receiving it now in this particular relationship because there may be some things that are missing that you need to address with that particular person because it could also bring issues so if they're not receiving in full what they feel like they should be getting from you this allows them the moment the opportunity to tell you and for you to receive the information and then ask how can you be of assistance into helping better what do you need to do or adjust in order to give that person what they need? And vice versa. Number five, what's the most unfavorable thing you've ever done to anyone and do you regret it? We all at probably any point in time in our life have done something that we shouldn't have. We hurt, hurt someone in some type of form or fashion. And the thing is, 
or when the, one of the things to show compassion is, or to present pr- compassion, do you regret it? And what was it? It could be one of them deepest, darkest secrets. And that person should be able to explain that to you and let you know. And then their regretfulness in regard to that. So this is a part about opening up. We're getting to core levels that helps you grow, but also is opening you up to each other so that you could push forward into better relationships. And this is part here is in regard to communication. Communication is very important. If you don't have communication, then you have a broken down relationship situation because you have two parties that that are not on the same page. Let's go to our next question. Number six, do you go on any guy or girl trips with just you and your buddies? Is this something you plan on continuing while you are in a committed relationship or marriage? This question gets skipped and uh, people uh, end up being surprised <laughs> and either on either either side, male or female side, in regard to their partner, because this is something that's usually not even discussed or whatever. So this is actually a kind of a great question because if your man or your woman goes on these trips with, uh, you know, friends and that's their way of having a personal space, personal time, um, how does the partner feel about that? Or when it comes up into play, sometimes that causes a great issue because it wasn't discussed prior to um, early on that. Oh, this is something that I'm going to continue doing. This is something I've been doing. This is how I enjoy myself with my friends. We have guy trips or we have girl trips and we just go out and enjoy ourselves. So that discussion might need to be between you and your partner on what exactly is happening on these trips. You know, um, there's been times when, yes, people did make mistakes and they did cheat because they just feel like they single at that particular moment. And then there's trips where these are guy or girl trips and that doesn't even happen. It's just a way to get away and and chill with your buddies, basically, and have a good time. So um, if there was boundaries within that situation, you need to discuss those boundaries with your partner, um, things that you would be uncomfortable with if they did do this on those particular trips and stuff like that. Um, so that would be something you, you definitely, you know, must discuss. And that's, that goes definitely for both parties in this particular relationship. So that's something please bring up. Um, and then if, if there, if the uh, relationships go, turns into a committed relationship or marriage, even, you know, does this person continue, want to continue doing that? And is that an issue for you? If that's an issue for you, that definitely needs to be discussed uh, up front. Let's go to our next question. Number seven. What are your siblings like? And if they didn't have any siblings, uh, how would it how would how was it growing up as an only child? So. That's just giving you an insight into the relationships between siblings that they have, um, whether they get along, whether they don't, whether they're almost, you know, the best of buds or 
you know, supportive of each other, you know, kind of digging uh, those particular questions. That way you'll understand who you're dealing with and um, do they like, do they actually make men's, you know, siblings have uh, rivalries at times and siblings have uh, issues at times. So can they work out those particular issues? Because some of those things will uh, actually rub off on the relationships that they have constructed with you. Let's go to number eight. What is your love language? Everybody has a different form of love language. Um, love language could be where a person um, expresses their self through words. And, and, and people sometimes need those validation of words uh, that they love you, that they, they care for you, they appreciate you, those things. Some people really, really need to hear it, not just it being in the form of doing right and then in 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 certain situations some people don't even need to hear all of that they just either do it or show it so you need to find out what type of person you are versus the type of person your partner is so that you will have an understanding oh this is how he or she shows love to me um and this is how I am I'm I'm a bit different or either I'm the same so you need to figure out uh, what page you're on and, and are you the type who, who needs to hear these words all the time, you know, quite often that you're appreciated, that you're loved, that you're cared about, or are you the type who shows love through giving, through doing, being there, you know, so make note of that and, uh, apply it that way that's in the forefront and you can work your way around that situation. Number nine, what are your views regarding marriage? This is something that's needed to be said early on. Um, as you're going through the early stages of the dating process, because someone may not at all be interested in marriage while someone else is in that um, union. So if you're going to continue to be together, you need to know, hey, is this person, you know, and I feel like you need to know that off the rip, off the rip in regards to marriage, because if that was a main goal of yours, um, it could be squashed real quick. And so because that person just may not be on that same page, that may not be something that they are looking for at this time or maybe ever, you know, so. That's the same thing as with um, wanting children, which is leads me to question number 10. Do you want children or do you see yourself having more children if that person already has children? That's another um, very important question. Some people have no desire to have children at all in their life. And, um, you know, um, that's a personal choice. But then the other partner may or sometimes they may even change their mind. This is something to just kind of really, really try to dig deep into um, to find out um, those things because it's very, very important as you come together. And if things are seeming to work out in a union, you don't want to be unequally yoked, right? Okay. Number 11, what motivates you for success? What gets your blood boiling? 
um, what are the things that are going to push and drive you? Do you need people to push and drive you or you got your own self-diligence to push and drive yourself? Um, do you understand that you need uh, others surrounding you that are supportive to to push you to those other levels? What do you see for yourself? What is What does success look like? So, um, you know, again, each partner can answer that particular question um, because they may need you as a partner for that support. Um, that someone that they could lean on or, or a talking, uh, excuse me, a listening ear for a talking voice, you know what I mean? So that's something that's very, very important and that should be discussed as well. Number 12, how important is being financially secure and what does financial security looks like for that person? You know, some people might just want to have just enough to survive and that may be how they're living right then some people may want an abundance overplus of what they currently have versus where they can go with what they're trying to achieve so they want more than just the norm they want to that makes them feel possibly more comfortable than under that right so you might have two people on two different pages and you need to find out what does that financial success look like? Is that, is that, is that success to be under or over, you know, or in between? What, what does that look like to you, each of you? Number 13, what was your first impression of me? Sometimes this question people got to ponder on because you want to talk from your head. Maybe you should talk from your heart, but however it comes out, you need to be able to express that because, um, and then the person needs to be able to receive what you're saying because you need to take certain things into heart. There's been times when people were asked this question, it was already in a relationship and the person said some harsh things on what they initially thought and it brought issues into the relationship. Um, because the, 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 how they came across <laughs> was not how it was perceived in the beginning. You know what I mean? So later, you know, just like, for instance, someone could say, yeah, when I first met um, him or her, I didn't like him. I didn't like her or I didn't like him. Um, that was not my type at all. You know, the more I got to know this person is how my feelings evolved and, and so forth or whatever. Now, sometimes a person didn't even know that. Didn't even know that you did not have no type of attraction, didn't care about them whatsoever, that you wasn't even looking at that way. You was looking at their friend, perhaps, right? <laughs> so, um, and then they later learned this information while you're telling the story to a group of people. So, you know, um, discuss that up front, you know, and it's, it's, it's cool. It's okay. What's your impression of me? What you, which, what do you think of me? You know, um, Sometimes they'll also give you core information if the person can tap into the emotional aspect of the feelings in regard to how someone, uh, how they're feeling, you know, um, and how, what, what are their thoughts in regard to you? Because then you can sit back and you can be like, hmm, okay, I'll, 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 I'll take that all in because also this determines some things on how I'm going to move forward or not move forward with you. And uh, we get to number 14. 
our last question. What's something you want to ask me, but you are afraid? Many times people don't bring up this particular question. And uh, if you get used to bringing this up every so often, this is almost like a check-in period. Um, It's checking in with things that will allow couples to discuss things that are bothering them about the other person. Um, I would ask this question throughout the relationship because it's just, it's it's just, I feel like a healthy way to, um, divulge information and, um, and then take the emotion out of it. Don't get upset. Listen to what the other person is saying and then apply it. So that was like a check in particular question. I think is, is very good and should be considered throughout your relationship. And we have finally come to the last and final question. Um, Please leave your comments, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, We have probably one more session in regard to questions um, as far as relationships. And so we'll go one more session into deep dive. I probably call it something else, but it's another level. So we, we did level one. This is level two and we got one more level to go. Just so you could fill out some of these questions and kind of apply it to your life and also utilize them while you're dating, even if it's, you know, on the surface and then later it becomes a bit more serious. And so this is just a small guide to help you out. And I'll be seeing you and hearing from you on the next session. And I want you to have a great and blessed day. Join us next time at Dr. B's Spot, where we dive into the real deal of love and life by tapping into your body, mind, and spirit. Don't forget to like, rate, and comment on each podcast that we drop. For all upcoming shows, reach Dr. B and all she has to offer on BowdenEnterprise.com and social media outlets under the moniker Bowden Enterprise Services. Peace and blessings to you and yours. We are out.